Yo, what up? Welcome back, Forfeit Podcast. This is a very special episode. Metal Matt here. We got the J Lo. We got Big John Stud, aka Travis Kelsey, and Wild Bill. Uh, what up, fellas? Uh, the big day is slowly uh, creeping upon us. Super Bowl Sunday. I can see everyone's a little bit more hyped than the last time I seen you. Are we fucking hyped or not? I'm, say, I'm, getting, I'm like, getting more hyped, bro. I'm, I'm getting, getting like I got my red white jersey on right now. I, I got 50% of this pod kind of like into it. I got another 50%. Like I got, got like a like a smoke shop vibe. I got another Dude, guy. I'm into it. All right. I'm into it. Let's get hyped. Halo's got his tie-dye Eagles hat on. I love it. I absolutely love it. You know? Yeah, the agenda is 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 jam packed. I don't know how we're going to get through it all. We're 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 going to talk about you know what it needs, what what the Eagles need to happen to win right on Sunday. Um, You know, is this Eagles team the best Eagles team we've seen ever? Um, And then we've got a back to the future segment where Big John Stell is going to ask us a, a couple questions. I have no idea what these questions are. Love Looking it. forward to it. Um, and what we generally love and hate about the Super Bowl. I mean, it could be anything. You pick, you know, pick whatever you want. Pick and choose. Is it the halftime show? Is it the commercials? Is it the the pregame, the postgame, the game itself? Because we've had some we've had some wet farts of uh, Super Bowls. Let's just let's just be honest. Is this going to be another wet fart where the the Eagles win? Will be will we be happy with that? <clears throat> yes, but um, you know, or do we want a tight game? Do we want a nail biter? You know, uh, we'll see. But then there's been other stuff that has has uh, has come to the fold since we've made this agenda. That has you know, we have to we have to take a stance, right? 100%. I feel like as Philadelphia fans in general, not just Eagles fan, but Philadelphia fans, we need to defend our city as sports fans. And, you know, the, the, the last team that stood in our way to the Super Bowl, the San Francisco 49ers, have peppered venom, just straight venom throughout the week through social media to kind of downplay the Eagles' road to the Super Bowl. And I got to ask you guys, is this valid? Do they have the right to do this? My immediate response is, dude, we took the field with y'all, right? Mm -hmm. We went to battle. You had a quarterback when the game started. It's not our fault that he, you know, endured an injury. Unfortunately, hate to see anyone get hurt in any game at any level. But facts are facts. Football is a violent game. And shit happens. So... You know, don't come at us two weeks later after after the game's over saying all this shit like, oh, you know, we would have we would have beat the Eagles by double digits if blah, 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 blah happened. This is all what ifs, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Listen, go back, watch the film, figure out how to get better next year. I don't know what to tell you. What have we been saying all this time since we started this podcast? To make a run. You got to have talent. You got to have a good game plan. You got to have solid upper management. 
And what else, fellas? A little bit of luck, baby. A little bit of luck. <laughs> and guess what? That luck wasn't on your side this year. We know how that feels. Shit. You know, re- hit the rewind button 10, 12 years ago. We were in the same boat, right? Yes, sir. So, Preach. hey, I don't know, you know, here's a Kleenex, you know? Go dry your tears somewhere else. Sounds like a lot of bitching to me. I don't know what to tell you. Fellas, of- I open it up to you. Well, let's just squash this shit right now. I feel like we have to, we have to just put this shit to bed. What did the great um, De- uh, Denny Green say? You, or, I'm sorry, Herman Edwards. I'm sorry, Herman Edwards. You play to man. win the game. You play to win the game. And That's sorry it. that you didn't win the game. And sorry that you didn't have enough guys to, to fill the roster that you felt was comfortable enough. I don't know. Hey, but I mean, you the, know what? This is, I give them a lot of respect to go as far as they did sure. with all the adversity that they faced all, all throughout the year. I mean, not many teams can pull that off. It's just, unfortunately, you fell a little short. Don't put it on us. You know, don't turn around and and, and make it an Eagles thing. Yeah. I mean, eat a little humble pie, you know, good game, shake hands and forget about it. Like, I don't get the whole, I got to do this. I got to, we got to expand rosters. If we had this, you would have lost this, blah, blah. That's such... Like petty, that's petty shit. That's petty bullshit. That's high school. Like, that's high school. Like, listen, w- they were the better team, and good night. Like, okay, I don't know what to tell you. What, John? You don't want to hear the the field goal kicker have an opinion on Jalen Hurts? Wow, oh. that's another thing like, we're talking about kickers. I mean, it's like you know, the first thing that you heard him bitching and moaning was like. Oh, we want a third string. They should change the rules so you can have a third string quarterback. Well, you know what? You can have a third string quarterback. Your GM, your genius GM and genius coach decided with a with a third string quarterback and a fourth string quarterback that they didn't need three back, three guys. They only needed two. They made that decision. Not the Eagles, not Howie Roseman, Kyle Shanahan, who I've said is an overrated Not Jalen Hurts. Not Jalen Hurts. I've said that Shanahan was overrated. So they do that. Shanahan was the one that decided to put a backup tight end on the best defensive player in football. That, that, that wasn't Jalen Hurts. That wasn't Nick Sirianni. That was, you know, Shanahan, who, again, was up by like 50 points against the Patriots and somehow didn't manage to win that game. But, I mean, hey, he's, a, he's the greatest coach in football. According to some people, no, nobody on this podcast, but like, you, you know, so there's, there's a lot of shit going on. And then you've got, um, that idiot, Chris Sims, it's still talking his shit, even though like he's a fucking nobody and was a terrible quarterback and he's an even worse, uh, analyst. So it's, but yeah, it's like every day it's like, oh, injuries. it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. It, it's football. It's a contact sport. You know what? You had every chance to play that game. You still had every chance to play the game after your quarterback got knocked out. It, you know, injuries happen in a full contact sport. And you know what would have solved that? Playing a little better. We outplayed them. Our defense, you, you know, it, it's like Brock Purdy didn't stub his toe coming out of the locker room or slip and fall 
right? Like he got driven into the he or he got his elbow exploded on a hit because they couldn't block him. Because their O line couldn't him. couldn't protect yeah. their 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 next quarterback up got put into the turf like a fucking spike. Like the reason that happened was because their vaunted offensive line couldn't block anybody. So, you know, put some respect on the Eagles' name. Those quarterbacks wanted to finish the game. The Eagles, the Eagles' defense didn't want them to finish the game, and the Eagles' defense won that, discuss, that discussion. So, you know, and, and, like, again, with the Kyle Shanahan stuff, how he's a, an overrated, shitty coach, if I'm the coach of the 49ers and I see every day my guys bitching and moaning to the media – about how they're cheated and they're robbed and this and that and this and that. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. We got outplayed. We need to play harder. We need to work harder. We have all off season to work on this. And you have a, a training camp and everything else to wash that taste out of your mouth and, and use this as motivation for next year. But I don't want to hear any more bitching and moaning about the team that beat us. It's done. I don't want to fucking hear it. And there's no leadership on that team to hear any of this going on. Do you think that Jalen Hurts would be tolerating guys on the Eagles bitching and moaning if they lost a game? No. He'd have been like, all right, cool. We'll be, we'll, we'll be back here next year. We'll be back. Don't you worry. We'll be back. And that would be the end of it. And you wouldn't hear anybody complaining. These, these clowns you know, can't shut the fuck up. And they won't shut the fuck up, apparently. It's ridiculous. Preach. Well, guess what? They can talk all they want, but you know the scenario is not going to change. They're going to be watching just like all of us on Sunday. They're not going to be taking the field. So I don't know. Here's a Kleenex. Bye bye. Bye bye bye. So where are we going next? Are we going? About, are we going to talk about these uh, these these crazy? Bet wagers that you know you guys been throwing around and the difference between them. You know what's amazing to me? Just thinking about for our listeners, the 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 news breaking news, Drake puts seven hundred fifty grand on the Chiefs to win. Uh Kodak Black, hip hop artist. Who? uh, Kodak Black. Two hundred puts a quarter of a million on the Eagles to win. Smart man. So you know what's amazing to me is looking back. Everyone on that GoFundMe is going to make out well. You never, you never hear, heard about this shit like five, ten years ago, but now you hear everybody th- throwing all their money. Like it's amazing. Like right, like ten years ago, you didn't hear anybody throwing ten thousand dollars on, you know, in Vegas on a, a bet on a, on a Super Bowl. It's crazy. Well, it wasn't socially acceptable ten years ago. Now yeah. with the DraftKings and the FanDuel's and the, you know. I mean, yeah, but if you, you guys want to flex, I mean, you could have flexed five years ago, but now you want to flex. All right. Okay. Cause if it's legal. I get it. All right. Fine. But it's like, well, right, it's, it's a difference there's, between legal and acceptable. Like, yeah, uh, it's more, it's you you don't look like such a degenerate loser betting 700 grand. 750 K does look slightly degenerate. I don't care who you are. Drake lost like $4 million last year in bets, sports bets. Like he's a terrible. I don't think that's much though compared to. Well, well, not for him no. but apparently he even bet against the uh, Eagles in the championship game too. He bet the Niners. Mm. Mm. Well, listen, 
a lot of people do it for clicks. You know, yeah. It's all yeah. good. Exactly. It's all good. Ain't my money. That's I know right. what my money's on. Where's your money on? Birds, baby. Birds? Birds. <laughs> all right. <laughs> John's like a walking uh, mannequin for the uh, Eagles Pro Shop right now. Fucking know it, bro. He's a walking mannequin. Represent. Have, you been, have they released? You got to get yeah, the hat. Uh-huh. You got to get the sweatshirt. Now, look, During I'm going to get the hat. If you got to have it in at the pro shop. If they win the game, I'll get the hat. If they win it. I got a fifth, I got five here. You, you can have one. Um, <laughs> so during so right is, now the the NFL during the NFL honors an NFL event, Kerry Clarkson comes out in a dress with a um, wearing a Cowboys jersey, wearing a dress under the the Cowboys jersey covered in Cowboys players. Jersey or names all over the, the this dress, and she starts talking shit about the Eagles during the NFL Honors thing. So it's oh boy, every it's, and, and, it's exactly the karma we need. That's that's what we need, man. Fill the tank. Fill 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 the tank. We need all the firepower we can get. Who cares? She's a Dallas fan. Who cares? Hey, Dallas has been irrelevant since VHS tape. So let's uh, next. Uh, absolutely. Next. Sorry, sorry, Dak. Dakota. Dakota. All right, let's jump into it then. We got that. We got that. That bad taste out of our mouth, right? What's it going to take for the birds to win? What's it going to take? I. Total- I I've got, I've got one. I mean, I'm no expert, but I'd like to think we have to disrupt. We have to make it very difficult for Patrick Mahomes, right? That's the, that's the obvious. He's only going to be, what, 70% healthy? He's not going to be totally mobile. We have to make it pretty – we have to make his day difficult. If we do that, that's a good start, okay? I'm just going to start there. Let's knock out the obvious. The second obvious thing is we have to make it – we have to put Andy Reid in those textbook Andy Reid situations to make him trip over his own dick again, right, like he did for us. So let's – you know, I think Nick knows how to do that. Um, Let's hope he does. And let's try to put Andy in those uncomfortable situations to where he um, he he comes up short. Does anyone about- else have any other and any other epiphanies of of what to do? Because I mean, l- let's face it, we're not facing the New York Giants. We're not facing the 49ers. Okay, the, we're not the- facing the Vikings. Right. Here's- Here's one that I found very interesting, and I think it's going to be the story of the game. So the Chiefs' defense ranks 32nd in run-stop win rate. So not good. The 
Philadelphia. That has Kenny Gainwell written all over it, Bill. Well, so the Philadelphia Eagles offense ranks second in run block win rate. So that right there, you know, you, you're going to – you have to have a situation where the Eagles can run the ball and kill them with these zone reads, just fucking brutalize them with zone reads and, you know, let Landon Dickerson and Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey – just go hunt and just punish them in run blocking and just beat those guys up, try to get out to a quick lead, attack the corners, and then just chew, chew that team up running the ball. Like, So you just what, said it. You just said it. Uh, my yeah. question to you was, was going to be, and you just answered it, was do we do that after we come out to a uh, – we have to have a lead. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I – their corners are not – their defense is not as good as the 49ers defense. So, and like their offensive line gives up plenty of pressure and, and a good amount of sacks on top of everything. So to your point, like you have to make Patrick Mahomes really uncomfortable. You're going to have to whoop his ass. And we've got plenty of guys that are going to be more than happy to, to whoop his ass or at least try. And, the first thing they're going to try to do is get him off a spot, make him run, and have him re-aggravate that that um, that high ankle sprain. Because, like, I had one before, and after a couple of weeks, you'll you'll start to feel good, and then you'll move weird, and you feel it pull again, and then it it hurts again for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Like, yeah, I'm not a professional athlete, and I don't have access to what these guys do from a rehab perspective, but that shit takes like months to heal. So I don't see him being a hundred percent in, you know, two weeks after, after looking hobbled at the end of that, at, at the end of that championship game. So make him run, make him uncomfortable because if he can sit in that pocket and just take a quick little step and, and dink and dunk and get rid of the ball, he's going to be perfectly happy and he's not going to have a problem. But if you can make him run for his life and, and be afraid of getting hit and, and re-aggravating that ankle, it's going to affect him. And what that's what the Bucks did and won a Super Bowl. They harassed him and they made him make a lot of mistakes. And that's what the Eagles are going to have to do. It's going to have to be a blueprint of what the Bucks did to them to beat them. So we'll see. The only difference between your high ankle sprain and Pat Mahomes' ankle sprain is how you got them, right? He got it <laughs> playing it. A, a professional sport at the highest level. You tripped coming out of the Irish Mile, you know, on on a par, on a parking block. <laughs> I actually was drunk leaving a Super Bowl party. That's my point. So good. That's so good. Set and spike. I mean, it, I mean, it hurt just the same. Same injury. Doesn't matter how you get you were, it. You're, you're, same I mean, rehab process. You you were performing at the highest level of I, professional drunkenness. I, yeah, absolutely. I don't understand why. Like now, Jesse must like officially like right now. Jesse Lorenz is uh, is the forfeit pod. Like you know when they have like Doctor James Andrews call in. Yeah. Uh-huh. He is our forfeit pod medical expert. He's on it. He's had all the injuries, concussions, check, broken yep. shoulders, check, ankle sprains, check. Cue the, cue, cue the knee injuries. 
Check, 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 yeah. check, check. Cue the yeah. Doogie Howser music. Beep, yeah. beep, <laughs> beep, beep, boop, beep, 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 boop. So good. It <laughs> itself. Oh, it, man. We, if, if we want to talk about Damar Hamlin's heart thing, <laughs> I got it. that covered. We'll just have to get you like a fake background and we have all these medical licenses in the back. <laughs> just plaques, just like certificates all, all over the place. All of a sudden, you just throw like a white coat on and like a stethoscope. <laughs> just like x-rays, oh. just x-rays in the back background. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I great. This is going to be such a good bit. Love oh, that's great. Uh, wow, Bill. What's it going to take for the birds to get a win against the Chiefs? Got to, it's got to lace them up on Sunday. I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to, I don't think there's any secret recipe. Um, I think we're just going to beat these guys up. I think, I don't think they're, I don't think they can even, I don't think they can even hang for a half with this team. I think this is going to be wow. a whoop ass. Wow. I think we're going to come out. I don't think that I. I don't think this. We're gonna be that, playing NBA Jam mid third quarter. That, that chief defense. That chief defense is is might as well be a piece of Swiss cheese because it's gonna get literally holes run through it, thrown through it. It's the Chiefs are gonna be chasing points from the from the jump, and that's gonna play into our defense's hands. Bend don't break. Um. I think Mahomes is going to be pretty close to 100%. I think a couple extra weeks. He didn't take any like like shots they said um, before the Bengals game, but he's a gamer. Like he's not gonna, you know, he'll be all right. I mean, unless again something happens, you know, he gets rolled up on, maybe he gets hit hard. I think, but um, I just I I I don't see I don't see the uh, any any part of the game that. Worries me. Other than, I guess I shouldn't say that. I mean, Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes, but that that offense is so undaunting. It's a bunch of journeyman receivers, and you never know. I mean, you know, it's you know Brady did it with journeyman receivers, and and Mahomes is in that Brady beginning to be in that conversation. So it's not like crazy to. You know, say that, you know, a guy like Mahomes, you know, elevating the play of the guys around him. But I think it's just I think it's just stick to, the, you know, stick to what got you there is run the ball and play good defense. I think I think Jalen's going to make some timely throws. I think he's going to run. Um, I think the Chiefs uh, and not comparing previous opponents, but, you know, they played a Bengals team that's built on speed and, you know, it was. You know, close game out there, but it was like what zero degrees. So it kind of takes away a little bit of what they bring. This is going to be in in you know in Arizona, obviously. You know, temperatures not going to weather's not going to be an issue, and that just plays to our strength. Um, and I think I, I I think we're just going to wear down that Chiefs defense, and our and our defense is going to make a couple plays to where I think the Chiefs are chasing points the whole game. And I you know I I I see this being every bit like the Giants and San Fran game where, yeah, it might be close in the first quarter and maybe in a little bit in the second quarter, but we're going to, we're, we're going to boat race these fools. Like this is coming. Like this Eagles team after, after it kicks the shit out of the chiefs on Sunday and hoist the, and hoist the Lombardi, there's really going to have to be talks 
about this might be one of the greatest football teams. I forget Eagles in NFL history. Just, just the wow. Wow, Bill just, Bill just, Bill just jumped right into the next segment right there. A little I mean, you have, you have seventeen Pro Bowl first and second team Pro Bowlers on one roster. One roster. I mean, John. I mean, I'm here for John and stats every way possibly I can be. Well, and um, I, it, it's it's insane. I mean, our our entire back backup defensive line would they all would start on on almost any team in the NFL except for San Fran probably, like. Our cornerbacks are arguably the best two cornerback duos in the NFL. Our receivers are arguably the two best receivers in the NFL. Again, you can maybe put them against T and Jamar Chase. That's arguable. I get that. Waddle and Ty Hill. But they're in that conversation as the best duo. Yeah, but guess what? All those other names you just said, Bill, they're not where we are. They're not. And you got Jalen, who's he's not with Mahomes, and you know Burrow might be, you know, on paper a little whatever. But again, they're watching Jalen play, and he's starting to 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 enter that next level. He's not there yet, but he's he's on his way. And then I think our O line. I think the only player that could could be disruptive is Chris Jones. I mean, the guy's a monster. Um, but it's you know that's pretty much Lane Johnson or Myalata, and good luck because I'll and take that one of them. Apparently, that guy is sick right now. Yeah, he well he's he's six six three forty, so he's no, the first sit, Bill sick. No, no, I know, I know. I'm just saying he's the first guy to be like somewhat comparable to Myalata's size. So we'll see what's up with Jordan if he can mm-hmm. handle a guy his own size. I I, I know Lane can. And and I'm still confident that if he you know if he does kind of start getting to Jalen or crushing the pocket, they'll just throw Dickerson or Mayalata over to, to double team, and everybody else will go one on one because the other guys on the. I mean, it's. I think it's just. I think from the from the jump, it's just going to be pound the ball down their fucking throat, a couple play action passes, and it's going to be. It's going to be typical Andy. It's going to be Andy game. They're not going to be able to run the ball. They can't run the ball. I mean, they. I don't think they haven't cracked. I don't think 75 yards in one game rushing this postseason. I could be wrong. Um, so once the run stopped, they become one dimensional. Okay, let's go. Tee off. Start passing ball every play. Andy, let's yeah. see what's up. Let's see how that line can hold up. But they got a good O line. Like that's probably yeah. their best unit, but it's still not as good as our D line. So and, I, I, it's. And, and Bill, to your point. You know that dude is a giant man, and he's going to be coming after Hertz. And what are they going to? Do? What are they going to quickly do? They're just going to be like, "Cool, we're just going to zone read you to fucking death." Yeah, exactly. We're going to run away from you, or we're going to, or you know, if we want to come to your side, we're going to double team you, and we're going to push you out of the way. And Miles is going to run right by where you just were. Like mm-hmm. I think that's kind of, you know, um, I think I, I think just black and white. Um, and we saw it against San Fran, which is. Kind of, you know, kind of disappointing, and not to go backtrack, because um, I thought San Fran was a classy organization, but they're showing they're not. I mean, it's it just classless is the only way to put it. It's you lined up and you got punched in the mouth by a tougher team on two Sundays ago. You can say and whatever you, ran you want. You ran out of gas. You ran out of gas. Say whatever you want. You got beat up on both sides of the ball. Your guys couldn't handle the hits. Ours could. See you next year. Like that's all you say. You talk shit when you're in the weight room at you know at your own facility or whatever at the club and you know because Dory Jackson I saw this today came out and said they were going all going to kind of give Julian Love a little bit of 
off for talking shit on the Sirianni because you don't throw shade at a guy that just whooped your ass. You know, you show respect. You know, you go beat him next year, and then you talk shit on him. And and I just saw San Fran with like John Lynch, and I, I think Shanahan's a, a POS. I always think you know I've never never been a Shanahan guy. I'm not saying he's not a good coach. I'm not ignorant to his talent, but I just think he's a POS. Um, just personal opinion. Obviously, never met the man um, yet. You know, we we might in our future coverage of NFL and whatnot. Our for past context, Miami. Bill, for our listeners' context, what does a POS mean? Piece of shit. <laughs> um, tell them that next year at Radio Row. Be like, fuck you, Kyle. Um, and But, yeah, no, it was just disappointing. And, and I think that's what's going to happen. Like, Andy, like, like I think the Chiefs, to, to, to put it, like, the Chiefs are a less – tough version of the 49ers, but they have Pat Mahomes. So that's how they won a lot of games. And again, he's Pat Mahomes. He makes, he makes plays that really only he can in the NFL. I mean, he's, I think showing everybody, he's still the guy. I mean, he got past Trevor, the, the, one of the up and coming got past the on, you know, Joe cool, the unflappable Well, he got flapped. Um, Cause he had a chance to win that game. Joe cool. He had the ball with two timeouts and a minute to go at the 35 yard line. First and 10. You needed three to win the game, and you couldn't do it. Um, yep. But regardless of that, I, it, I just think the um, – not not think. I, I, I know that the Kansas City man for man can't line up for us. And if we just don't let the moment get too big for us and play the way we play Eagles football all year, I'm saving scores, but John's going to – John's going to elect my score. John, John's going to get nervous on my score because it's his tendency. He's not going to want to get with it, but and right. it's, it's not it's not a homer score. But when we get to that part, it's to turn some heads. So, so John, what do you think? What's it going to take for the birds to win? Um, three words: run the ball, run the ball, run the. Can ball. I add one more? Can I add one more word? Run the damn ball. That's that'll work. That's that'll work. Good word, that. that's good word to add. That's all you got to add. Run the damn ball. That's run it. this, run this fucking down their throat. You Eat know, up. Eat it's funny. Up. We're talking about a lot of things here. We started off talking about how a lot of Basin. teams. We're talking Basin. about a lot of fucking teams here that didn't give us respect, right? And everyone talks about and the great Brian Dawkins said to the best, right? Respect is not is not given; it's earned, right? We always doggone hear it. that. Doggone, doggone it. right, right. But you know, it's the one thing we fucking can do on Sunday. We can fucking take the respect, just like Brian Dawkins said. You can take that fucking respect from these motherfuckers and just show the whole entire fucking world. You can show the entire entire world. The NFL put them on notice that, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, fucking great quarterback. Absolutely fantastic quarterback. Andy Reid, fantastic fucking coach. Hat tip to fucking Andy Reid. But you know what? Big red. It's the fucking Eagles time. It's the Eagles time. Talk about dynasties. Let's not talk about dynasties yet, but just yet. But Jalen Hurts, man, he's got it. He's got that moxie. He's got that moment. So go out and fucking get that respect. Take it from these motherfuckers by the jugular. And wouldn't it be great if we took it just by doing something so basic as running the ball? And they could go back and be like, we ran the fucking ball and you guys couldn't stop us. So, you know what I mean? Best offensive line of football. There's no reason why Jesse brought those stats up. Great. Love them. Absolutely agree. We love stats here at 4 for the podcast. We love stats. We live for the proofs in the pudding. Get these guys off the ball. We got three great backs that we can utilize. 
that mm-hmm. the, the run is just going to set up the pass. I'm already That's putting saying, and now AJ Brown will have a greater than 50 yard touchdown catch in this game as well. There it Book is. It. Bill, I've been saying it. I've been saying this since the Niners game. Book it. Bill has mentioned about the, the passing game. You know, the other uh, wild card is Jalen with his legs. I mean, that's another thing you got to watch for. So, you know, run the ball, score points, right? And then on the defensive side of the ball, I think Jesse hit the nail right on the head. You're going to have to contain Patrick Mahomes because he's going to be able to do stuff uh, kind of freelance-wise. And then our corners, Darius Slay, James Bradbury, locked down. I mean, we're talking about Juju Smith-Schuster here, Marquez Valdez-Scanling. Uh, let's lock them up and let's worry about uh, a little bit of uh, – Jason Kelsey. And then the other thing I also want to mention is tackling. We've done such a great job the last two games of actually wrapping up and tackling. You got guys like Isaiah Pacheco outside. I know Andy Reid loves a screen pass. Let's get to him. Let's get off blocks and make, make tackles. And let's just show the world what we can do, what we've been doing all season. Well, yeah, I think you, this is. Yeah, you just put the bow on it. You just you just wrapped it up. Let's put it on the shelf. Well, and and like the to go back to like the mentality, I sent that quote like some of the quotes like from the, from Radio Row that were coming out. You know, you had the the Jalen Hurts one, which was which was great. But like the one that I thought was even more like from a personal level was like the 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 CJ one where they're they're talking to him about. You know, do you want to be seen as a safety? Do you want to see be seen as a corner because you've got a, a big be contract? Seen as a champion. That's what I and want. He, yeah. Know. I want to be known as a champion. And it's just like, he's like, that's my only, you know, that's what I care about. Because he, he saw, because he, he saw Howie in his emperor cloak in the back of the press conference. And now he's like, and then he <laughs> floats uh, away. <laughs> uh, and, oh. and it's so, you know, you have guys like this that could get paid and they're, and he's just like, I don't care. I want to win. I don't 18, care. We have 18 restricted free agents coming this next season. So, and we're going to have cap room. And if they win and they do, like, they dominate, it does actually doesn't matter, but like it does, you're gonna, no, it's, it's, but you're going to you have know. guys next year saying like free agents saying, I want to call their agents up. Yeah. I want to play for Jalen hurts. I want to be on this team. Let's make it happen. I don't need max money. Get me to that team. I make it happen. I, I just figured out the Creed playlist. I just figured it out. Love it. Howie Roseman in the nineties was a huge Creed guy. <laughs> Probably went to all their shows. Loves them. And tell John, now tell, it's to tell John met Howie. That's that's. I, I mean, that, I mean, it, that could be how he met his source at a Creed concert for all we know. Basically, look, someone got a hold of Howie's iPhone. And saw this 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 custom Creed playlist on his it was, Spotify. It was Lane Johnson. Didn't didn't he have didn't uh, didn't Scott Stapp have a, a issue with the uh, video tape years ago? Probably, yeah. but yeah, it, yeah. Lane he's a weird the, he's a weird dude. Lane made the request, so of course. it was. We know who to blame. It was. Lane Johnson. Oh, thank you. I think I don't it was, care. Oh, if it no, works, it wasn't I don't Lane. care. You can listen to whatever you want. That's that's a, that's, I, that song's I, a goddamn banger. Put some respect on. Listen, the I don't care. Like, listen to Nickelback. I don't give a fuck what you listen to. Whatever gets you up to to win the game. We got one left. That's a great question too, Matt. Um, we talk about music. 
Yeah. What do you? Th- what do we think that the Eagles are going to come out to? Right, it's, big... probably, it's probably going to be like Meek Mill or some shit. Like I was going to say, will they do dreams and nightmares again? Like, will they try to like mimic it or be fresh? What if they That's, come I out mean... to Creed? Oh my god! Oh, I think no, they're, they're, they're probably going to. That little Uzi dude. That's probably who they're going to come out to. Oh yeah, good point. I don't know. There's a lot of teams that kind of use that song. I don't know. I wouldn't shock me if they used Dreams. There was a remix again. between that and uh, Meek Mill. Dreams like, there could be a mashup maybe that they use since the kids yeah. like these mashups now. You know, because yeah. it wouldn't shock I mean, me to, just just to have them come out. And... I don't think there's many like metalheads on the Eagles, but I would love to see them come out to like fucking hostile. Yeah. You know, or, or like I, I rain, mean, or, Matt or Rain and Blood. Yeah, I mean that's my one overall gripe about the NFL is like the game's so violent. Like but the music, it's like you got Carrie Underwood, you know, for some The Patriots came out to, to Ozzy against us. They came out. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's great. They came out to was it uh it Crazy was, Train uh, or something? Or? No, it was uh dun 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 it was uh that fucking things. It's not War Pig, is it? Yeah, no. I know what you're talking about. It's uh but yeah, no, I mean, you know, that's one of the heavier songs because I'm sure maybe Tom had final say on what they were coming out to. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I guess if Jalen gets to pick or if he lets the defensive guys who are more vocal go or, um, but I, I wouldn't, I'm not advocating for it, but I wouldn't be against Dreams and Nightmares and like that could be like the Eagles, what they come out to Super Bowl songs. Okay. You know what? I, you know just what? Win I don't, just win, baby. I don't care. Whatever. whatever what? I don't care what it is. It could be the fucking Bee Gees for all I care. <laughs> whatever it's going to take to get these guys in the headspace they need to be in to win the game. I don't care. Like Jason Kelsey listens to Christmas music. It could be Nat King fucking Cole for all I give a shit. They're it, there. It, I, it doesn't matter to me. This team, the, the, this team is 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 like sniffing success, and you can just tell by the way they play, um, that like they thrive on it. Like the moment is like, like you know, some teams where you hear guys say, "Oh, you know, you put all the practice in and all the hours at training camp for the moment and this and that." And like you said, you got you got you know you got games like the Giants. It's you know. You could say whatever you want, but you know that team lined up the first game and took out a team that won 13 games and had 52 guys that are paid millions of dollars to come in and beat us, and we embarrassed them. Next week, fast forward a week later, same situation. Multi-millionaires paid to come in here and rip our fucking head off, and what did they do? They scored one touchdown in four quarters. Thank you. See you next year, Chief. And I think that's just how this team is built, like, Teams come in, they try to flex. Now, now granted, I, I think Mahomes is a different beast because this kid, this guy's just not going to get rattled. Like, I mean, it could be it could be twenty-one nothing, and he's going to regard this guy, you know, twenty-one-seven, you know, and that's kind of the killer mentality. So that's why it it'll, it'll lead into you know the 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 next part, whatever, when we get to scores. But like, just keeping your that was, I guess, that's going to be my key to the game. If we still on this segment, I'm going to keep it simple: is keep your foot on the throttle. Because this, because this is the team that three, two, three touchdowns don't mean shit with how fast they can get one. So, um, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, now this team is just too focused. Like, like John said, it's the, the moment's not too big. Like they know what's at stake. Like I, I, I think there's a calm in that locker room ready for the fucking tsunami to unleash on Sunday. 
Like, I think they're going to come out and just, like, I don't know. I, I, and I just don't think – I don't think Jalen's losing this game. I don't think he is. I think he's got too much to prove. And this is the kind of – I mean, I mean, this is the quarterback that Philly has been waiting for. I mean, and, and he's here, a guy that, you know, nobody in the league won. I mean, the entire league passed on him almost twice. I don't know where we got him in the second round, but, I mean, it wasn't the beginning of the second round. So multiple teams passed on him twice. And you can't tell me all of them right now have a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. So, and the same thing with Philly. Like, you know, I, I guarantee if one of our players, if any one of our players came out and talked shit on San Fran, the media would have been, oh, what a bunch of losers, loser city talking shit. They've let Ayuk, Debo, Gould, somebody else says something too, C-Mac. They let four stars just talk shit like a bunch of bitches and nothing. And then, you know, but the point is it just, um, yeah, it just, it just leads back to the, the us against the world mentality and knowing our quarterback has that. It's like the feeling I haven't had on this team. I don't know. Maybe I won't say ever. Cause I mean, McNabb, but I mean, we were all in on the, some of those teams, obviously. Um, but I don't know, just having Jalen, like, I, I get when they say the calm he brings to the team in the locker room, um, that it's just, you, you see him on the field and it's just like, all right, we're, we're, like, we're going to win this game. Like, we're, we're going to win. Like, just don't turn the ball over, tackle, and we're going to probably beat this team. So, yeah, it's, uh, no, I, I fucking can't wait for Sunday. Did you guys hear what I just played? But did, not, did that not come through? I don't no. think it – I'm sorry if I was talking over it. No, no, care. no. It should have came through. I didn't know if it came through or not. But uh, here's, here's what – if I were running out of the tunnel and I had to pick, this is what I would – this sums it up because everyone's saying, you know, there's a calmness and a coolness about this team and a confidence. I think this sums up. I'm going to take, uh, take my headphones out to see if we – but uh, this would be it. Is this a State Farm commercial? <laughs> what is this? A, is this a Ford F-150? <laughs> well, it's already over. This this right here, I would let this play as long as it can and let the smoke build out of the tunnel. You see those the green neon lights just spidering around. You see the Eagles logo just reflecting off the fans. Right? And I'm just I'm just pictured young and old. I I'm just And you see on the big screen the legends. You got Reggie White, Randall, B Dog. And then it builds. And then you got the defense coming out. And then you got your your offense start to jog out. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on there. And then you see Jalen just not jog, not run. Walk. Walk. Number one's coming out. And he's letting everybody know you are my fucking boy. Time is now. Stage. Was with Paige Patrick. 
Patriots. It was with the Cowboys. It was with the 49ers. It was with the Chiefs. Time is now. The Philadelphia fucking Eagles. Our time. I mean, just end the episode there. That chills down your fucking spine. I don't know what will. Just end the episode there. (laughs) That's it. Only difference I would make is, and this ain't disrespect to the mother. Is that Pantera play right immediately after that? Well, that's, yes, that goes without saying. (laughs) Uh, Fuck putting up Dawkins and whoever. They ain't there. Show this fucking team. This is the fucking team coming to play. There's a time and a, and, a, and, a, and a spot for Dawkins. Well, they're walking out, Bill. They're walking out. As as the legends are 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 on the screen before. The, no, before the screen is showing all the highlights of Jalen's touchdowns and the defenses. This is okay. our fucking day. This is all our right. day. You guys had your day. That's great. This is number one's time. All right. So we'll we'll do that. your Reggie Whites and shit. Edit. We'll do that at halftime. And then. But yeah, no, I, I, I think this is all about like this team, what they've done. You know, I like Dawkins being around and I'm not trying to say he wasn't a winner because he didn't win the chip. Wasn't his fault. But I, I think that like, I want these boys well, this seeing how great, good they this are. This is a great segue talking about the Eagles of old and this Eagles team. You know, this team versus other Eagles teams. Is this, I mean, we know Bill's in answer already he said it 10 minutes ago but do you guys agree i mean let's say do we agree with bill or you know is there still like still like i mean it's it's hard to argue yeah i mean we always talk about championships right i mean that's the you get to this point you don't win if you're not if you don't that's win the, the only last thing game standing in their way right John? If you don't win the that's last it. game of the season i mean that it's all for nothing right but as far as using this season as a as a book, I mean, this is as best as you could write it. the 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 best part is this last chapter, and if you can do this, I, this is the best Eagles team in my lifetime that I've ever seen from top down on the roster. And, and did we is. not even just know is. it? Like 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 back up to like October, like we had no idea what we were witnessing. Like we were just like. We were like, man, let's not. No, fuck we this saw up. it when it was you know? like seven and zero and eight and zero. I think everybody saw it, but it's just the long. But season. not the greatest it, team. It's a oh. long season. I mean, seventeen yeah. games. It's a lot of. There's been a lot of teams that are eight and one that finished ten and seven. Like, yeah, you know. So it's just like, all right, we're doing good, but if Jalen gets hurt or AJ, like, you know, it's just that always that <clears throat> for next week because you don't know, and you know. But as far as I think, it's just I think. I think seeing, I think what completely cemented it for me personally was, and and not saying because we won the game, but watching Jalen, and we all saw the play. I was at your place, and when he got crunched by that Bears lineman, and it was just like his face, and the camera showed him was like fuck, like, and you know, obviously he finished the game and didn't play for two weeks, but when he came back, and you know, he didn't look, you know, they kind of clearly were just making sure they won the game against the giants to get the bye week. But he had every, like there could have been every reason to him playing for a big contract. I get not to sit out, but just 
play differently, not want to take hits, not want to run, like really. I mean, he went, he, he's gone these last two games and thrown the best that the NFC has to throw at him. And he's handled it without, I mean, it, without even like any, any ease. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, any advert, you know, adversity. And now he's playing. I'm just going to put it out there. Probably the worst defense he's seen in weeks in the chiefs. Chiefs aren't even as good as the Giants defense. All right. Like th- I'm, I'm just putting it out there. Like they have little to nothing that can stop the Eagles. The only thing that can stop the Eagles are the Eagles themselves playing above them and turning the ball over like a bunch of morons. If they play just simple football, move the sticks, like I'm telling you, this is going to be a lot of smiles on Sunday because it's going to be a lot of touchdowns from the Eagles. A lot of NBA jam by the third quarter. A it's going to be NBA a lot of jam. touchdowns, and, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm, and it's what we do here in, on this pod. A lot of D-word talk on coming Sunday. A lot of D-word talk. It's going to be a lot of Cedric Sabalos, Dan Marley against, you know, the you know, who was on the Hornets back then. Muggsy Bogues and Larry Johnson. Yeah, John Alonzo. and Larry and Alonzo. Uh, Alonzo and, <laughs> and Larry Johnson. Yeah, it's uh, going to Ronnie Cycling and Jamal Mashburn on the heat, was it? Or was it Tim Hardaway? Uh, Harold Miner, I think, was one that you could opt like, op for. There was he like, might have been on Minnesota, Harold Miner. There was Miner. like three teams. Or no, not, not Harold Miner. Um, who is it? it was, Baby it Jordan. Was, Baby Jordan. Yeah, that was. Well, that was Harold, yeah. Harold, Harold Miner is Baby Jordan. Yeah. yeah. You're they thinking of Isaiah no. Ryder. I think, yeah, no. I think it's uh, Sunday can't get here fast enough. I can tell you that. I think, I think everybody involved. Like I get why they do two weeks for the press and to give players time to heal. It's a little and, long. And and I get and I know long. it's legit because that extra week of healing can help a lot. Like Jalen and like the extra week is literally designed for what happened this year. Mahomes and Jalen both needed that extra week. Well, you got that extra game. And yeah. so, um, but yeah, no, it worked out. You know, it worked out well because I think both Jalen and Mahomes are gonna be damn near close to hundred percent on Sunday. I think they're both gonna be ready to rock. But All I right, like our supporting cast better. Let's I'm go positive. back to the future. I'm curious, curious about what 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 Big John Sound has for us here. Back to John, do you want to like give us a little setup as to what's going on here? I mean for the changes and try to keep up, okay? <laughs> I love it. Your kids are gonna love it. All right, the Back to the Future segment on Fourth Podcast. Sorry for right. my YouTube videos. That's yeah. all. So thinking of this matchup, you know, watching the narrative go back and forth, I had an epiphany that I wanted to save for you guys. I didn't I didn't talk about it in our text chat, but I thought that this time would be a perfect time to go back into the future and get and all of us get in the DeLorean. We're going to jam in there. Right. And we're going to go back to would it go up to 85 miles an hour if all four of us were in it? I mean, if Jesse's driving it, it's definitely that's right. That's yeah, right. 84 miles an hour. <laughs> but, but we're going to get in that DeLorean. We're going to fill it with the trash. And Jesse's driving us. And we're Bananas going. Bananas and fucking Fuego and all that shit. We're oh, just everything. filling it in. Everything. And we're going to go back to when Andy Reid was the coach of the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. And at that time, his last, his last year, fortunately, I, I went to all those home games. That was a 4-12 and season. Andy Reid and the Eagles decide to part ways, right? But if we could go back all the way to the the beginning of Andy Reid's tenure, right, and knowing what we know now, 
right? We get to that point of four and twelve season, and we see what Andy Reid has done in Kansas City. Could we go back and will we change what has happened? Will we have kept Big Red in the driver's seat here? Let him keep rolling. Let him get his quarterback or build his roster more. Go back to more championship games and be our coach. Or do we accept what has happened in this on this path? And it's even sweeter than it is now. So that's something I just wanted to to throw out to you guys because I, I I sat around. And I think, man, Andy Reid now with Kansas City, he's been in three Super Bowls now since he left us. Um, won one, lost one. Who knows what he'll do on Sunday? And he's Lose. he's a Hall of Fame coach. Um, so I just wanted to talk about it. How many Super Bowls has he won since he left us, John? Like you just said, one. One. How many have have we won since he left us? One. One. So, I mean, I don't think I change a thing. Jesse's all mute. Sorry. So, like, here's the thing. Like, he's nothing without Patrick Mahomes. Like, he's a very good (laughs) coach, but he would – he needed to go because he was doing <coughs> dumb shit here with some of his free agent signings, um, you know, drafting a 28-year-old firefighter in the first round. Uh, like, there was a lot of dumb things he did in the last two years that he was here. And I think I think leaving, getting fired, however you want to, you know, however you want to look at it, made him realize, like, I'm doing shit wrong. There's some things that I need to fix. And on top of that, like getting my quarterback. So, and you know, the, 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 the flip side of that is you look at what's going on with this team, Howie Roseman wins the Super Bowl, and then the bottom falls out. And like the, I said, Howie Roseman won a Super Bowl and then everything falls apart. You know, he went from the Super Bowl year, he couldn't make a, every every move, every signing, every trade, everything he did worked out, everything. The next year and a half, nothing worked out. His trades uh-huh. didn't work out. His signings didn't work out. His draft picks, by and large, didn't work out. So it made him take a step back and like, how did I get where I was to win a Super Bowl? I need to do more of that again. And you look at what he's done in the two years – since that happened, and I believe we said it here first on Forfeit Podcast that the the most important, the more some we were entering the most important part of the Eagles history with all those draft picks that we had for over two year span, and what has Howie done in two years? He's completely rebuilt this team, and we are in a Super Bowl. And you know, while Jerry Jones says you know we sold our soul to make it here, and we're going to fall apart because we were chasing short-term gains. Like I look at this roster and outside of guys like Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox and a couple other dudes, everybody's young or young and under contract or able to be signed. Like there's no reason we can't sign CJ in the off season. There's no reason we can't sign Bradbury in the off season. So you, you look at both guys, Howie and, and Andy, like their failures, are what I think helped them rebound to where they're at now. And again, the, the irony in both of them is they both got their quarterback. 
Howie gets Jalen and Andy gets Mahomes. Like if Andy, if Andy, instead of drafting Mahomes, drafted, um, what's his nuts out of, um, North Carolina that the bears did. Trubisky. Yeah. Like nobody's saying that Andy reads a genius. He's already fired. You know what I mean? So it's, the, and, and we've said it before in this podcast, like you need your quarterback. The only reason that Nick Saban's at Alabama now is because he wasn't able to convince the Dolphins to, to, to trade for, um, um, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. He wanted Brees and they didn't want to take the injury risk. He didn't have a quarterback and he gets bounced out of, out of the pros and he goes back to college. So it's, it's that same thing all the time. You have to have your quarterback and, you know, so yeah, I would, I would most certainly not go back in time because Andy needed to go. Like here's another back to the future question is Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback that Andy Reed always thought he was going to get out of Donovan McNabb. And never did. Uh, uh, I, mean, I mean, they're they're not they're not the same style of corner. Oh, they're of course not the same. But is Donovan what Andy wanted? But he eventually got out of Pat Mahomes. They never got him weapons. I will I will stand here at the top of the mountain until he got, got to Terrell Owens. He I, 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 I know, I know. for and one year. Was, for one year, and that was it. And and McNabb fucked that up. It could have been more Steve, years. Greg's Lewis, James Trash. Uh, Chris, but it could have been more years if McNabb wasn't an asshole. But I mean, it's, it's, it, yes, Donovan had a part to play in that, but so did Andy Reid, so did Joe Banner, so did, you know, they all could have just pulled those two aside into a conference room and been like, listen, figure it the fuck out. And they did. Are you both gone? (laughs) Yeah, like, figure it the fuck out. Because, and, and to John's point, Donovan is a, is a borderline Hall of Fame player. He's not going to make the Hall, but he was a borderline player. If he'd gotten weapons for two or three, four seasons, he's a Hall of Fame player and probably has a Super Bowl. Like, it's it's that simple. There's no doubt in my mind about it. All right. Any other Back to the Future questions? If you could go back to the future. No, that was the only one that I really that had. That was it? At, at that, Yeah. One question per segment, Matt. You can't put it. All right. All right. All right. I didn't give give my answer. I didn't give my answer for the back to the question. I'm sorry, Bill. I could hardly tell you. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I didn't hear what you're saying. I'm I'm assuming you're, it was a supportive comment you made to me. So I appreciate that. And, and what I'm, and actually it's great. You said that because now I can piggyback. What I was going to say is that Jesse's point was, so succinct, I don't think I can add much to it because I think I agree with basically everything he said about Andy needing to go. The only caveat I would add to that is a word that I would like to instill upon this episode and to and the people named John is patience with gentlemen like Howie because if it wasn't for people like Jesse trying to tell <laughs> us, hey, pump the brakes on this guy. He, Rome wasn't built in a day. He's not perfect. He is human. And you were ready to cast him out like yesterday's newspaper, luckily level level. You know Jeffrey Laurie. <laughs> That's why he makes the big bucks. He was just sitting in his <laughs> office, listening to Creed, listening, listening just to Creed, making Creed making and FFP on his podcast. Listening to everybody want to get rid of him, and then Jesse had Howie's back, week in and week out. Unbelievable. 
<laughs> Unbelievable. Oh boy. I, I, I could just remember I, 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 I had like an intern. I could pull all the, the, the comments and the arguments and the drafting of Jalen Hurts and, and all. I, I wish oh, I wish we had an intern, but we'll have to. I don't think. Me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on a rainy day, that'll be a fun thing to J-Lo do. J-Lo was big on the uh, Jeremy Chin. OJ Chinny. Yeah. Chin out there. Throwing back, throwing passes. I didn't throw shade at Jalen. I remember that. I threw shade about everything else. I think Jalen was like, I didn't mind Jalen. But I was so far gone. It was like I, I think my point was great. Let him be an MVP. It doesn't fucking matter. The team sucks so bad. It won't even matter if Jalen's good. So and and again, <laughs> my point was valid. He needed to fix the mistakes that he was making, and he he. I said it was the most important part of the team. The the important era of the franchise coming up was the last two drafts. I said it, and I stand by what I said. And what did Howie do? He had two home run back-to-back drafts. And I was the guy from the beginning cheerleading and, 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 and pumping my fist at those two drafts because they were home runs, both of them. Except for that Jalen Rager pick. Roll Tide. I mean, no, hey, that was no, – AJ Arthago Whiteside. That <laughs> wasn't part hey. of the last two. That was the third. That was three third years one. ago. Rager. Yeah. The last yeah. two were Reaper and Dickerson. Roll Tide. That's why Jesse got on board. But yeah, not just Alabama. But not <laughs> just that. You, of the North. You yeah, that had, little funny you, feeling down below. You had you had Milton Williams. You had uh, you had a ton of guys in those last two drafts. Did Howie, did Howie walk in and fire that guy and pump him on that Milton Williams pick? Hey, fucko, get out. <laughs> Listen, the one thing I will say about the Andy Reid question, Back to the Future, that yeah. I thought about was the one thing that I respect um, the heck out of Andy Reid is now, and I think Jesse said it right on like perfectly about him having Patrick Mahomes. There's a stability there, right? And that stability that they have, right, I, is what I hope what Jalen and Nick are tied to for years to come. Because what ha- what I what I hate to see happen is that four years four year window for a coach to get fired, and then you do this process all over again. I want to see the stability of this team and this organization through, you know, cultivating players, having a culture, having a coach and having a franchise quarterback. We haven't had a franchise quarterback since Donovan McNabb. Plain, simple, end of day, period, exclamation point. We haven't had it. And if J- and Jalen Hurts can be that guy. And shout out to the guys before him. Shout out to Donovan. I'm sorry. Shout out to Randall Cunningham, Rodney Pete, uh, McNabb, Vic, all those African-American quarterbacks. And, 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 you know, us as an organization, we've, we've basically like, we've been like the, like the ground for, you know, having black quarterbacks. It's, it's kind of crazy. You think about McNabb and, and, and Randall and these guys, like it kind of all started in Philadelphia. And the only one I, other one I can think of is Warren Moon. Warren Moon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but I mean, like throughout the years, we've always sort of had that. Um, th- that's been our, been our, in our DNA here in the, at the Eagles organization. I, and I absolutely love it. I think it's great that Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts are going at it as the first African-American quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. I think it's great. And just let's keep it rolling, man. Like I want that consistency. I want, I want Nick and Jalen here for 10 years. I want them there for 10 years. And I, I want to, I want, 
the D word that I think Bill's talking about. That's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. Domination. That's my D word. Oh, I, I know what the, D word you're talking about. Oh, but Bill, is that I the D word you were talking about? No, okay, I know what right. he's talking about. But okay. until right. we can't get to Bill's D word without my D word. My we big gotta, old D word. We got to dominate. We got to dominate. Biggest D word ever. So, 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 weighing into what we love and hate about the Super Bowl, one of the things that you can say we love about this year's Super Bowl is the two starting black quarterbacks, you know, first time in history. Got to love that, right? Absolutely. Cool thing to see. Yeah. What else do we love about the Super Bowl? Just not just this Super Bowl, any, the Super Bowl in general. What do we love? Champagne showers. Okay. What else do we love? Getting together with friends. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's a celebration of the end of the season. You get to hang out with your friends. It's great. Okay, well. Uh, ha- halftime shows. Halftime shows. Okay, well, this could say, this could teeter into a uh, hate type of thing, too. I mean, depending on, you know, some of the shows in the past have been lackluster. Mm-hmm. What do we think about this year's show? Rihanna. Loving it. Loving Absolutely. it? Loving right. it. Okay. All right. I would have loved... And I'm just this is biased because I'm a rock and roll guy, but the year that the, this band had, before, like like prior to this, it would have been great to see the Foo Fighters come out and rock the shit out of the Super Bowl. I fucking love the Foo Fighters. It would have been great. It just would have been, it just would have been epic to see them come out and just rip the tits off the place, you know. <laughs> um, but you know, hey, Rihanna's cool. I got no hate there. I'm sure it'll be uh, it, it'll it'll be a good performance. Oh, I can't wait for my dance moves to come out. Oh man, I'm ready for that? I, I, yeah, I'm ready. That was in my uh, that was in my memory Facebook memories the other day. I'm gonna be so sweaty all over you guys. What so else sweaty? We, what else do we love about the the Super Bowl? Do uh, we still love the commercials? No, nah. I mean they're not as good as they used to be. Like oh, they're listen, booty. I, they're I, booty. Yeah. They're, they're done. I feel like it's rinse and repeat with these commercials anymore. I don't want to be like, I don't want to be like, hey, everybody, shut up, so I can listen to this commercial, right? Like, I don't give a flying shit. I'm yeah, back in the, the day. You used to though. Yeah, I mean, they used to be so different. It, you know, if my team's not in it, then all right, maybe I'll like. Oh, what was that? But like, nah, whatever. I'm gonna be real. Uh, for me, without the Eagles being in it, the Super Bowl's just, eh. It's like, it's cool to hang out with your with your buds, right? I mean, that's kind of it. But even then, it's like I don't give a shit about the game because most likely, and that's another testament to my boy Howie that I both had your back, Howie. You know that the delete burn the tapes from previous episodes. But kidding aside, you listen to me right now, Bill Roder. You listen to me right now, very clearly. Listen, listen, okay. <laughs> if this happens. I'm picking your ass up. We're going to the airport and you're going to have a fucking sign that says Howie's my boy. And we're going to wait for them to come out of the airport. I love oh, you, Howie. Right? I'm going to I love you, Howie sign. I love you. Isn't Bill going to be there? I, I well, you. no, when they come back. Oh, okay. Uh, um, but um, uh, I, I guess what I was going to um, oh, yeah, say about the Eagles is, I'm sorry, Super Bowl is. Um, like when getting aside with Howie, like barring the the occasional four and twelve season once every seven eight years, 
Like usually the Eagles have a devastating loss to where I don't even want to watch football for a while. Like when we like when we lost to Tampa last year, how embarrassed I thought we were so far away from this game. I didn't give a shit about Super Bowl. I mean, I watched it clearly. Like it wasn't like I didn't watch it, but it was just like, wow, we're, we're fucking, we got boat raced by Brady. And this is the only thing I did not want to have happen. This like, so it's like, for me, it's hard to get into them, you know, lately that we've been good. Actually, I, I think I got into them more before we won it. Cause it was like a pipe dream. Like, Oh, we're never going to win one of these. So I'll enjoy the spectacle for other teams and appreciate it. And now that we won one, it's like, it's like that, like, you know, vampire tasting blood the first time. It's like, Ooh, I need it. I crave it. So like, Whenever our season ends, it's like I hate football. I'm done with football. And, hey man, uh, what's the NFL stand for? Not for long, baby. Not for long. And that goes if you're on the top or you're at the bottom. You know, you could potentially go from the bottom to the top or the top to the bottom real quick. Look at the Rams, right? Look at the Rams. And oh. then to Bill's point, look at the birds. Got embarrassed. You're like, man. We're in for a long road. We're not. We're not sniffing. We're not sniffing the NFC Championship, let alone. It will be lucky to make a wild card again. And look at now, you know, yep. not for long. So, hey man, let's go out and get this one. Let's go out and get this one. Final predictions to end this. To end this. Let's keep this. Let's wrap this quick because we're out of time here. We're losing people now. <laughs> Final score of the Super Bowl. What do you got, Bill? 37-20 Eagles. John, what do you got? 24-21 Birds. 34-17 Eagles. <laughs> 31-24 birds. So we're all on the right side. We're all on the winning side, as I thought we would. Interesting to hear the uh the Yeah, point, I mean usually like I usually there'd be a comment, oh I don't care if we win by a point. Yeah, I it, that that wouldn't bother me, but it's so far from the realm of what's gonna happen. I don't even I'm not even putting that in my universe because this Chiefs team, yeah, they won 14 games like us, and I'm not trying to say they didn't have hard games. I'm not going down that road. Um, but their Super Bowl was last last week against the Bengals. That was their game. They circled in on game, and that team is not ready for the fury that's coming on Sunday. I can tell you that right now. Experienced as they are, you can't. You can't. He just haven't. I I think I, I think it's going to be a good old fashioned ass whooping NBA Jam. Let's go. I see if I see Travis Kelsey getting in the end zone once. He's too good. I see a fluke play of some point of some sort. So like nerves, whatever it is. Maybe Kansas City strikes first, and then I see him getting in within field goal range one time, and booting it in. But I think that's towards the end of the game when it's already locked up. That's how I see it playing out. Other than that, Eagles are rolling. I'm I'm wondering by midway of the third quarter, you know, who who I'm picking to whoop John's ass in NBA Jam. 
Now that should be what is what playing on the on the big screen when they come out, Matt. That should be playing. It'll start out like that. Yep, that's the intro. Mick, what the hell are you waiting for? And then the locker room opens up. Because all I can think of from seventeen, and and, I, and we could this doesn't have to be on. You can cut this out if you want. Is just oh, it's caught now. It's caught. It's just it's just watching Malcolm Jenkins lose his mind coming out of the tunnel. With dreams and nightmares, Blair, and he was doing so many fucking twirls. I was like, "Don't get fucking hurt!" Like he was going eight, and it was just like it just just watch him come out the tunnel, watching Fletcher come running, sprinting like helmet on, was ready to go. It's like, ooh, these boys are ready, like they're ready, and I think that's what's coming Sunday. And Andy fucking knows it. Andy knows what smoke is coming Sunday. Oof. Oh, well, we all know where we'll be Sunday. Buckle up, boys. Buckle up, Philly. We're in for a ride. For Metal Matt, Wild Bill, J-Lo, Big John Stud. Go Birds!